The Sounds of Solitude. In today's world, we rarely get to experience true solitude, as there are few places that offer it. In northwest Ontario, on a secluded fly-in only lake, there is still such a place. A place where the only sounds are the sounds of water lapping against the side of the fishing boat or the shoreline. The lonesome call of the loons, the rushing wind as it blows through the tall spruce, and the still small voice of God as he speaks to you. Part of today's program is a re-airing of a program from last year. We'll visit with a board member of God's Great Outdoors and his wife about an amazing place and all that it offers. Rushing Wind Camp in Northwest Ontario is the place that we'll hear about. The camp has been in operation for God's glory for several decades and is a hidden jewel where men and women, boys and girls, can experience God's glory in God's great outdoors and renew a close relationship with Him, or you and your guest might find Jesus Christ for the first time. This camp is a place for all who enjoy God's great outdoors. Our host now knows firsthand that the fishing is exceptional and the connection with others is even better. Men, if you want to refresh a relationship with your father, son, or grandson, you'll never find a better place to do it. Ladies, if you love to fish or just relax in the quiet of God's creation, you'll find what you need here as well. If you're looking to treat your husbands, your boys, or your father, there's no better way to do it. If after you listen to today's program, you feel God's calling, you'll find out how to reach them at the end of this program. Now come along on the trail to adventure as we experience a little of what God is doing at Rushing Wind Camp in God's Great Outdoors. And now here's your host, Dean Hulse. Thank you, Adam. Uh, welcome again to God's Great Outdoors Trail to Adventures. We're um, actually in Wisconsin, in uh, Wisconsin Rapids, Wisconsin. We've got some friends joining us today that are longtime God's Great Outdoors involvement in their lives, old friends to God's Great Outdoors. Arnie and Dee Wolf have been involved for a long time, as I said, and Arnie is a board member for about, how long, Arnie? Almost 20 years. Almost 20 years of God's Great Outdoors, and Arnie is the one originally met, actually after Jerry, I met Jerry first, and Arnie and I spent some time at a turkey camp in Wisconsin for some kids. I just really felt the call, as I said a couple weeks ago, to God's great outdoors through just visiting with him and in God's timing that came around. So Arnie, tell us a little bit about you and Dee. Give us a little bit of your um, testimony, maybe just shortly, of you guys and how, how your life came around, you know, to go from woodworking to becoming a fisher's a man. Oh, thank you, Dean. I guess I would start and go all the way back to when I was a woodworker. I was in a partnership with two of my younger brothers, and one of them went on to a, um, I don't know what you would have called it back at that time, but he accepted the Lord that night at one of the lo- local doings. And he came back to work on Monday morning and he told me what he did. And I said, well, you must have joined some kind of a cult or something. <laughs> what you did was really crazy because that isn't talked about in the Bible. And he said it is. And to keep a long story short, I s- said something to him that really made him cry and and I knew it affected him. So, But I needed to prove him wrong. And so I went out and dug out an old Bible, and I started reading it, and I found out the, what he was telling me was true. So about three months later, this was actually in March of uh, 1983, in June of 1983, 
I, I gave my life to Christ, knowing that what I found in the Bible coincided exactly with what my younger brother was telling me. And we were part of a, we were just starting to go to church. Now, I went to church all my life, but after Dee and I got married, we going, were in a Methodist church for just a little bit. And the pastor there found out that we had gotten saved, and he wanted to disciple us. And so Dee and I actually took off from work for three days straight. The reason they wanted to get disciple us in a hurry is because they were retiring out of the church that we were attending. They saw fresh meat coming in. Uh, something like that, yeah. <laughs> Knowing to you, you're, you're thinking about game now, yeah, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they took us on a, a three-day tour, and they just invested their lives in us, and we invested our lives into their hands to learn Scripture. And then at the end of that same month in June, yet, uh, he left. He and his wife left. Then a new pastor came in, and he found out that he found out a little bit about D and I, but what he knew from his uh, our church is that there was there was a lot of women involved in a lot of ministry, and the men weren't doing anything. And he proposed to me ten different things that we could get involved in as a possible future men's event or ministry. And he told told me about the name of a camp that he knew was a fly-in fishing camp in Canada named Rushing Wind, but he didn't know anything about it. That was one of the 10 things, and when he got to that number, I think it was number four or five, I didn't need to hear the rest. I knew immediately that this is what we needed to do to get men involved. And so it took me three months of digging around trying to find out where this rushing wind really was at, who owned it, and we set up a trip for men for the following year in June June 27th is when the trip did happen. One year, a little more than a year after we got saved, and we had that bus loaded with, uh, how do I want to say, three generations, grandfathers, fathers, and, and, and sons. We went through a four-day fishing trip when an altar call, of all things, one of the guys that were running the camp at that time had an altar call at the end, and eight guys stood up to accept Christ. How many, that, how many guys were on the trip total? Uh, 27. Okay. Yeah. That's, pretty, that's pretty good numbers. It was really good numbers, <laughs> yeah. yes. And so when they, I think I shed tears when they all stood up. And even on that first trip, there was a man that was over 70 years of age who I had known all my life from my hometown of Loyal, Wisconsin. And when he stood up, it just amazed me that he was such a neat guy, a churchgoer. And I approached him afterwards, and, and I said, um, why did you stand up? We've known you all, all your life. He said, he said, I've been in church all my life. He said, but I never heard a gospel truth before like I heard it here at, at Russian Wind. And so I knew that we had something, there was something that happened there that had uh, showed me that this was something earlier in there. So I'll back up just a little bit. When that plane, of course, folks, you're, you're, you got to know that when you come into rushing wind, uh, you take off and land on water uh, on a float plane. And when that float plane delivered me to the dock and I got off the airplane, I walked down the dock, and when my, fit hit, when my feet hit the land, I heard this voice come out of somewhere that one day we would own and operate this for, for him. 
And so I just kind of pondered that a little bit, kind of left it go. But we're going to take a quick break, um, let you know how you can be involved with uh, God's Great Outdoors Trail to Adventure. When we come back, we're going to get Dion here. But we want to talk about rushing wind a little bit about um, the fact that with everything else in, in with COVID in Canada, it was there was some shutdown and come back. But we'll take a break quick, and we'll be right back. Thank you. For the last 26 years, God's Great Outdoors Trail to Adventure has been broadcast out to win men and women, boys and girls for Jesus Christ. This is only possible by the generosity of our listeners. Thank you to all who have supported us in the past. God has blessed us because of you. We pray for you to feel his blessings as well. Additional underwriting support has been provided by Matthews Archery, the leader in the archery industry. Mission Archery, with revolutionary crossbow technology. Three Rivers Archery, supplying everything you need to make your own traditional archery equipment. Hunter Safety Systems, saving lives is what we do. And Conviction Game Calls. At Conviction, we do not separate work from our faith. We believe that our faith should be evident in every aspect of our lives, and the outdoors is one of the best places to share that. God's Great Outdoors has produced many ministry tools, including tracts, DVDs, and books to help you reach others for Jesus Christ. You can access these items, other God's Great Outdoors items, and so much more at our website, ggoutdoors.org. That's ggoutdoors.org. As we head back into the program, we'd like to extend a very special invitation to all of our listeners to join us at Rushing Wind Camp. A visit to this place can change a life. Come and be refreshed by the daily devotionals, the Christian bonding, the amazing fishing, and the presence of the Lord. We hope to see you there. Stay tuned after the program to find out more information about Rushing Wind Camp and how you can be a part of it. Welcome back to Trails to Adventure, brought to you by God's Great Outdoors, and we're with Arnie and Dee Wolf from Rushing Wind Camp in uh, Canada, and Arnie has given us a little bit of history, and uh, from here, let's go with where God led you, because the last you shared with us was basically that you felt God calling you there as you stepped off the plane. So let's go to how it moved forward from there. Okay. Well, thank you again, Dean. Yes, when, uh, when I heard that uh, voice that one day I would own and operate that camp for him. It uh, made me think of things differently, even from that perspective early on. And then witnessing the last day in camp at that first trip and seeing eight men stand up and say they wanted Christ made the next biggest change. And I knew that we were off and running into something that we knew absolutely nothing about. And so... We didn't go back in 1985, it was 86, uh, and before I was back into camp with another group of men, but on this trip, my wife of 50, almost 53 years, she came in on that trip and uh, was just kind of helping along, following along with all the criteria of the day that it takes to run a camp, 
And we just kind of came alongside those present uh, owners of the camp about 11 and a half years later before one half of the camp had been offered to us. And then after owning the camp, half of the camp for 11 and a half years, it was another five and a half years before we were able to pursue the other half. Yeah, and it's, you know, it, as you say that, because we can find that in so many places in the Bible where our timing isn't God's timing. And I shared this on the first show we did this year about God's timing with me and God's great outdoors. And when you hear a call, as you said, you may hear a call, don't ignore it. Because I felt God called me with God's great outdoors long before I had any part of God's great outdoors. And I I can't answer why. Mm -hmm. You know, I really can't. I just wanted to reiterate, you know, when God calls, answer, but doesn't mean he's calling you today. He may be calling you 11 years from now. Or... As a lot of people in the Bible, it was a lot longer than that before God actually put him into what he had told him he wanted. So, yeah, move forward on what's going on now, you know, how things are going. And um, they've not been going for a little while, but share that with us. And uh, and then once you get that, then we'll bring Dee to explain a little bit about your part of the camp. To explain to us where it's going, mm-hmm. what's happening now. And the exciting news, actually, it's exciting news now because you didn't know if you were ever going to get back in there with what was happening. Yes, after so many years, actually, of running the camp, and uh, in 2020, which I thought, because it was 2020, uh, you think of vision, you think of perfect eyes, and I thought 2020 was going to be the, the really perfect year, and great things were going to happen. I thought of that in January of 2020, but, of course, then COVID hit, and uh, we were without being able to cross the border to get into camp to even run it. So that was a long, dry season for us away from day-to-day ministry that we were used to doing. I'm going to let you know that we are going to be open this uh, May, around the 15th. We begin again. And uh, yes, I'm taking my wife along with me. We're going to do what we've done before. We know that God promised us that he would give us everything that we needed. We were older now. Things aren't physically like they used to be. So, uh, but we are going back in. We want all our listeners to know that the camp is going to be open. And already we've got over 100 bookings just from the word since January 1st. I've been amazed how many testimonies I've heard that this camp has changed their life. And as well as, as last week's show came out and we heard actual testimony of people that came to Christ themselves there as well as family members and now board a director at on God's Great Outdoors. So we know that that it's it's changing lives and it will continue to change lives until the Lord closes it. The government's not going to close it. COVID's not going to close it. That's right. And we we trust God with that. So we're going to switch and we're going to have Dee uh, talk to us for a minute or two anyhow. So Dee, just a little bit about what you're going to do about your part of it, your ministry at that camp. Well, I have to just praise God that that we've got the opportunity to go back up there after being away for two years. I don't know if I've got the strength to do what I did in the kitchen two years ago, but I know that God is going to step in and provide the hands and the help that I need to do what what I did before. Everything that we do in there is to give God glory I, I'm really excited about what he's going to do because I think we grew during these two years through the trials that we went through. 
We just know that he is faithful, and he wouldn't send us up there if he didn't have a plan. I just listened to a message the other day about how we we have all these expectations, and they don't always turn out. But we realize that God, our hope is in Jesus, and we know how it's going to turn out, so we don't have to worry. We just have to be the servants that we're called to be. We're looking forward to all the people that are coming up, and we just praise God for being able to go up there, that the COVID is over and no vaccines, and um, God's going to do a work this summer. Amen. Thanks, Dee. It's, uh, I, I just want to mention that Dee runs the kitchen. She does a lot of the cooking, and I've heard all of the people that have been there praise the food. I got to thinking I don't hunt, but I love to cook venison and eat it. So mm-hmm. I thought he'd like to hear that. I do. I do appreciate <laughs> it. And I, and I want to say one other thing, because you said, you know, that you didn't know that you could do this. And it reminds me of the verse and where Jesus says in Matthew nineteen twenty six, with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. So whatever God's leading you to, and as long as God leads you to it, he's going to give you the strength of the people around you to do it. Amen. So, I, Arnie, if you could, um, I just wanted to ask you, and, you know, we're running short on time, as we, it seems like all my shows do right now, but I just wanted to ask you, if you had one story, because I've heard lots of them already, but of fathers and sons and grand, grandchildren and wives, if you have one story that you could share with us where God's really shown up, not that he's not always there, but mm-hmm. when he, in our words, he's really shown up, and changed a family or a life or, or whatever. Yes, there is one that rings a bell really loud, and it was a long time ago before uh, Dee and I were even involved in the camp as far as owning it. Uh, this plane load of people came in, and several got off the airplane and came down the dock, and the question from what I would assume was the oldest man in the group asked my partner Jim, he said, where's the bar? And Jim said, what? He said, where's the bar? I need a drink. And Jim says, we don't have a bar here. He said, and he said, I did not bring any alcohol with me, and I have to have alcohol all day, every day, and I need a bar. And he said, I'm sorry, uh, we don't have one. And he said, Jim, you get that plane right back in here. I'm out of here. And Jim said uh, to this man, would you just sit down here on the edge of the dock with me? And they did, and I watched and listened. And he said, I'll tell you what. If you stay at this camp three days, he said, and if you still don't like it, we'll call a plane back in, and I'll give you all your money back. He said, you would do that? And Jim said, yes, I will. And he said, okay, we'll try it for three days. So at the end of the third day, he was approached by Jim, and uh, he said, so how are you doing? He said, I'm having the best time of my life. I haven't had alcohol for three days. I found out I really don't need it. I'm having more fun here than I've ever had at any church back home. And after three days, he gave his life to the Lord. He stayed all five days and didn't want to leave then. But folks, there's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of old men out there that still need salvation, and the world has given up on them, and Christians have given up. This guy was 83, and he accepted Christ, and the Lord took all of his things away, everything that he was willing to turn over. 
the Lord took them away. And we have a, most of the people that get saved at our camp are 70 plus. That's amazing, isn't it? Because the chance of coming to Christ at that age mm-hmm. goes down drastically every decade of your life. Yeah, that's an amazing. It bring, brings tears to my eyes. I don't know if you can see them, but it, that brings tears to my eyes because this is, um, this is a ministry. I mean, that's what you guys are doing. Totally ministry because there's no other reason to do it. God called you there, not because of the fish, which is great fishing, walleye, northern pike, muskie, lake trout. That's right. And we even said if you really tried, you might find some perch for someone that's from the Great Lakes area. Well, you're going to find a lot of perch, yeah. but, but finding the jumbo is a little harder. <laughs> I, and I, I just, uh, you know, I appreciate you guys' time. You know, you can, you can get a hold of us uh, on the web, at our website. If you want more information, we can make sure we can, we can get that to you. Just drop us an email at the website at ggoutdoors.org, and we will um, send you out some information. And thank you, Dean Arnie, for joining us. We look forward to seeing you in Canada this year. And uh, I'm hoping maybe in another year we could have a whole week or two of just listeners join us for a camp. Amen. Thank you for joining us on God's Great Outdoors, Trail to Adventure. Um, Hopefully we'll see you in another week and uh, get out there and enjoy his outdoors. Down deep, we all long for the solitude and meeting God there. Where better to do that than in God's Great Outdoors? We want to thank Arnie and Dee Wolf for joining us this week as we travel down the trail to adventure. We want to take this opportunity to invite you to join us at Rushing Wind Camp in Northwest Ontario this summer. The fishing for walleye, northern pike, muskie, lake trout, and panfish is top-notch, and the camaraderie, facilities, and food are just as good. We want to let you, our listeners, know that if you want to refresh your spouse, bring them or send them to Rushing Wind. Lives are changed on this lake and in the camp. Your fee covers everything but your license and your drive to Nestor Falls, Ontario. The float plane will fly you away from your daily concerns and all those things that have worn you down. You can find more information about Rushing Wind by going to our God's Great Outdoors website at www.godsgreatoutdoors.org. And on the top of the homepage, click on the banner for Rushing Wind. You can also reach Arnie on his phone at 715-683-2530. That's 715-683-2530. God's Great Outdoors will have a couples week, June 20th to the 25th. And if you want to meet our host and spend some time with our board members, that would be a great time to be there. If that week doesn't work for you, any week is a great time to be there. We all need a place and time to relax. We've heard it all countless times, but listen carefully. Jesus himself knew the value of getting away to rest. In Mark 6.31, he said, Come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest for a while. Even the one who created all things needed a rest and time to rebuild. It's important to find your quiet place. Maybe rushing wind is that place for you. It has been for many others. Take some time for yourself. Getting needed rest doesn't necessarily just mean sleep. It does mean to clear your mind and allow it to stay that way for a while. If that's where you find yourself or you see it in your spouse, find that place soon. God never called us to exhaustion. Remember, you can't pour from an empty cup. 
Being completely drained is not a badge of courage. In fact, God calls us to be refreshed and ready to do battle. Lord willing, we will see you in the near future as we enjoy together the beautiful and quiet creation at Rushing Wind Camp. If you've enjoyed today's program and would like to hear the extended podcast versions of our shows, you can find them by looking for Dean Hulse or Trail to Adventure wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This program is provided by and can be contacted at God's Great Outdoors, P.O. Box 414, Powers, Michigan 49874 or on the website ggoutdoors.org. We hope to see you all again next week. And until then, for your host, Dean Hulse, this is Adam Erickson saying goodbye and get out and enjoy God's great outdoors.